Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Bryant. Well, good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by The Caring Place with centers in Miami and Broward. We have been known as, for many, many years, in fact, the past hundred years, Miami Rescue Mission, and in the past 30 years, Broward Outreach Centers. Yes, we have been serving the homeless and hungry as a ministry for the past 100 years. This is our centennial. Uh, I'm Marilyn Brummett. Uh, often you always hear my husband open up Mission Possible, the Good News Program, but uh, I am here with a wonderful staff person, Leah Sigalo, and she works in our uh, social media, and uh, she just does so much behind the scenes of making sure that the public knows what is happening here. So, Leah, I just want to welcome you for being part of the program today. Why, well, thanks so much for having me. Now, you did mention social media, so I'm going to put in my shameless mm-hmm. bug right here. If you're not following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now is your opportunity. You do not want to miss out on the fantastic, life-changing work that we do. You can find Find us on Facebook and Instagram as Miami Rescue Mission and then on Twitter as at no the number one is homeless. Look forward to seeing you follow. That's right. And you're always posting every day, week. Uh, you're always updating and, and putting wonderful information stories. You've been saying a lot about the gala. Um, we are sold out for the gala seats, which is uh, this coming Saturday, October the 15th. And uh, we are praising the Lord that we are sold out. Over 500 people will be attending. Well, well of course, we're always asking for sponsorship. Uh, right now, it won't be in the program, but we'll do a shout out from the podium if you want to be a part um, of the gala you know when you say you're part of the gala what does that really mean it means that you are giving to the programs that are helping men women and children uh, come out of homelessness uh, for the women most of those come from domestic violence uh, many come to us because they are hungry and so we have so many different programs emergency meals and shelter plus our regeneration programs where people come in and actually live with us and uh, their life is dramatically transformed so that's where the money is going yeah and if i may i mean this is a once in a lifetime opportunity this is a centennial gala how many times is a nonprofit, especially one that started off with just two people in south florida hosts a once-in-a-lifetime centennial gala. This is the perfect opportunity to share your love with transforming lives and our 100 years of caring that we've done in the community. If it weren't for partners like you, we truly could not make everything happen, all the life-changing work happen in our community. So we want you to be a part of this 100 years of change, 100 years of transformations, 100 years of restoration, and 100 years of hope. For without you, there would not have been a previous 100 years. And hopefully it's meaningful to you to know that you actually gave a sponsorship uh, to celebrate 100 years of God's faithfulness. I'm going to give you a special site to go to for that. It will say uh, that the seats um, have all been taken, but it does allow you to do a sponsorship. Uh, go to caringplace.org slash gala2022. I'll say it again, caringplace.org slash 
Gala 2022. Uh, so we, we invite you to be a sponsor. You know, we have all levels of sponsorship there. 2,500, 5,000, uh, 10,000, 25,000, 50,000, and there is a hundred thousand dollar sponsorship. And listen, if you do that, we'll do something to really create a big hoopla at the gala. Even if we can't get, um, a special banner, we'll, we'll make one. We'll, we'll turn cartwheels. Um, I'll do a special dance. I mean, I'll do anything to make sure that you are honored uh, for doing a sponsorship gift. Well, there is devastation. You know, we call this program the Good News Program, but there is devastation that is going on. Uh, in fact, I, I just came back yesterday from Northport. I have my daughter um, and whole family, the grandchildren, everybody that is there. It's bad. Okay, she is inland, and uh, she's not really in a flood zone, and the water even at her place was up um, to their waist, um, over their waist, and they, they were kayaking down the street. The water is still coming down. It still hasn't dissipated completely. The housing situations is bad. Um, there's roof damage everywhere. It, it's really, really it looks sad. It's sad. Um, I'm really from Northport. I was there for many, many years before I married uh, Reverend Ronald Brummett over 20 years ago. So Northport is my town. We are helping as a mission. Uh, we're helping other nonprofits. Uh, we've been giving them hygiene and uh, water. Uh, so we are, as you say, yeah, we are a conduit of gifts here at the Caring Place at Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, where we believe in God's love and helping those in need within our community and extremities, of course. Yeah, so so many different tragedies that have happened around us. And as if we can help, we do try to be that arm that, you know, small, you know, even if it's a finger uh, of help. So when you give to us, we are always, as you say, Leah, we're a conduit. Uh, we're passing it through. We we don't whore. Uh, but a lot of times we do have a warehouse, you know, we do have a warehouse, 44,000 square foot warehouse, where we're able to sometimes receive those lo- large donations. In fact, because we have a large uh, warehouse, I just want to say that uh, there was some donations that came in of hygiene products because people had too much, you know, sanitary soap, yes. gloves, wipes, all of that. And so they gave us these pallets and pallets full. Well, look at this. Now we can be that conduit now in time of trouble. And help our neighbors. And help our neighbors. So um, I remember because of the history of the mission and, and because of the upcoming gala, I've really done a lot of study on this, and we have great pictures. But during ha- uh, Hurricane Andrew, we have pictures of that, of our trucks down there. You can see the devastation. Everything is just torn down, and people are all gathered around, and we're passing out food, and we're passing out water. So this is not new for the mission. In fact, when the mission was birthed in 1922, it was 1926 that the great Miami hurricane hit. And so I, I guess we're birthed on helping through hurricanes. So um, just know that when you help us, we're, we're not going to hoard it. Uh, you know, we're going to make sure that it is passed through. And once again, our website is caringplace.org. So you can always go to us. You can donate that way. A lot of times we give you landing pages because it's going to a, spe- a special need. Uh, well, everything's gala right now, Leah. We're getting ready. You have done a lot of work behind the scenes. You might want to talk about the history and all the pictures you've put together. 
So we have a lot going on these past few days and the hurricane Aaron really just threw a wrench into everything of that devastation that everyone in the office has been facing. However, we can say something about our hundred years of caring with this gala. We are going to be having an amazing walk through history where we're going to be showcasing pivotal moments within the caring places, conduit of giving and helping those in need within the community. We love our brothers and sisters. We love our neighbors and we always want to go ahead and showcase to everyone that's a part of that how we're making positive changes and let's just tell you one thing if it were not for our media team carlos eduardo daisy melissa leanne everyone involved we would not be where we are today and especially you all of our supporters that have helped us mm -hmm. build this hundred years of history this hundred years of caring our graduates coming together and just further building the story of who we are and where we came from it's going to be a moving event if you're not if you don't have your tickets and you don't have it purchased you can still be part of that support for the past hundred years of caring and what's to come from that centennial gala as mrs brahman said earlier in the show you're going to go to that website www.caringplace.org slash gala 2022 to submit a sponsorship and some of these sponsorship levels they're actually part of supporting our housing complexes our dormitories our cafeteria mm -hmm. Which are huge parts of what makes us the caring place. And some of those larger levels, we are um, putting the names on those dormitories, on those housing projects. So it does go on beyond the gala that your name is there. Well, we have a wonderful show. I'm actually going to be interviewing in just a moment a couple of lovely ladies from Amtrust Bank. Uh, in fact, they're one of our sponsors. They're our Earth Shaker sponsors for uh, the 100 Years of Caring Gala. And we're going to be talking to them. Then Leanne is going to do a short interview, and then I'm going to come back with a uh, talking to Vladimir about his testimony of life change. So listen, don't touch that dial. Don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment with more Mission Possible. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Anthony, time that I went without food for about a week. I had finally reached the bottom that I had always heard about and that I said I would never be me. And the day I first took, it was a half hot dog, uh, already half bitten up and wrapped in a napkin that I took it and uh, I ate it. Yeah, I remember my first meal here was uh, a big, big plate of nachos. It was delicious. Uh, coming to the mission uh, is a new lease on life. I have hope, I have dignity. I'm really grateful for this, this new opportunity, a new life that I have, uh, both physically, spiritually, emotionally. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, once again, we're at that part of the program where we get to talk to people in the community that are making a difference. I have two lovely ladies with me today. I have known them for uh, a very long time, and I'm so happy to introduce them to you. Uh, they represent Amtrust Bank, which is a division of New York Community Bank. I have with me here Carrie Eiler. She is the regional manager manager uh, with Amtrust and Marilyn Purdy 
which is the SOS Branch Manager. Now, I, I think that sounds pretty cool. It stands for Sales Operation and Service, but I see it as Save Our Souls. So you must be saving um, a lot there at the bank. So I'm going to let you all talk. Carrie, um, I just want to start off saying thank you so, so very much. Uh, for your interaction, AmTrust Bank is a community partner with so many different nonprofit organizations. You really do give back. And I will tell you here at the Caring Place, known as Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, you all have done so much year after year. And you just don't, you know, you give money, but you also do so much more. It's time and talent. And I see it all the time. And I care uh, about you all so very much. So, care. Talk to us about the philosophy um, of AM Trust Bank. Well, good morning, Marilyn. I'm very excited to be here today. Um, as you said, that my name is Carrie Eilers. I'm the regional manager for AM Trust Bank, a division of New York Community Bank. And um, we are a very large community bank, but we have that small bank feel because we're able to provide that personalized service. And we do have over 200 branches in five states, but 26 of them are right here in South Florida, most throughout Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties. And, you know, Amtrust Bank is committed to being a strong community partner. And one of the ways we do that is by partnering with different local organizations to coordinate activities like teaching financial literacy classes. And we do some senior fraud prevention classes, along with various fundraising activities. Um, each branch has a champion that helps coordinate these activities. And Marilyn Purdy is our champion for the Miami-Dade and Broward counties. And she's absolutely amazing. Like you said, I know you know her very well. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, all of our branch managers also participate in these activities. Um, and all employees of the bank are encouraged to become involved in different community organizations as well. Well, Marilyn, um, you were both Marilyns, and uh, yes. we, we've become very close, haven't <laughs> yes, we? Yes. yes, we have. Yes, absolutely. Well, you volunteer so much and bring others from the bank uh, to come in and not only teach, but do many other projects. I'm just going to let you talk about that. Okay. Good morning. My name is Marilyn Purdy. Um, giving, <clears throat> excuse me, giving backs uh, Amtrust values as far as aligning to what their values are. Amtrust Bank makes monetary donations to the Miami Rescue Mission, the Salvation Army, Care Elementary, YMCA, Habitat for Humanity, and community partners. There's a multitude of things that we do when it comes to financial literacy. I wish I had the time to go over mm -hmm. all of them, but I'll just name a few. For example, during the pandemic, myself and other branch managers taught financial literacy via Zoom at an elementary school to mm, students. That's wonderful. It was so amazing to see these students asking questions about money, managing money. Our hope is that these financial literacy classes will help the students build uh, generational wealth. Mm. We also teach financial literacy at Salvation. Another way that we uh, impact the community is that we do monthly webinars with one of our partners called SCORE. We teach small businesses fundamental principles on opening businesses and ways to manage their business. Okay? That, that's amazing. I mean, you just have a plethora of, of information that you can give to the public. And I love it when you come into our centers, and I know you come into the Broward Center um, several times a month, 
and you teach our homeless that come in and as they're taking classes with us you give them also that extra expertise you also do a lot more um you do sneaker drives and uh, you get everybody involved in that easter baskets uh, uh you're involved with um domestic violence and especially with our centers you've got uh there's a couple of groups called cover girls and girlfriends for girlfriends but any of that just talk about okay. some of that stuff first i'll talk about not only does the bank give monetary donations but annually the employees and the customers they donate money uh, for Easter baskets sneakers and backpacks and we take those that money and we purchase those items for the Miami Rescue Mission campaign that helps the needy in our communities okay um, and I know you mentioned that I do some other things here at the Miami Rescue Mission but as a volunteer I volunteer with two focus groups okay cover girls and girlfriend for girlfriends okay now, Girlfriend for Girlfriends raise money for affordable, safe and affordable housing for women. Cover Girls support and mentor these women mm-hmm. at the shelter. Mm-hmm. Okay? So basically, the Girlfriends is when the women leave the shelter, mm-hmm. and the Cover Girls is when they're still at the shelter. And all of these women are coming from domestic violence and homelessness. Yeah, that's right. And you really get involved. In, I mean, we could really go into that, that how much you get involved. You actually... St- Started, you helped start Cover Girls. Girlfriends for Girlfriends had um, existed first, and then you actually helped start the other group yes. because of your vision that you had of wanting to give back. And you're a great seamstress as well. And you started making uh, pajamas that were just, uh, I have to say, off the chart. Uh, and they're just, they're beautiful. And uh, we always make it a very special ceremony, yes. uh, you might say, as you give that out. Uh, there's just so many ways, even during the pandemic, I have to say that we also had Zoom classes where people were actually t- helping our students because of school and all that. Cover Girls did that. So there's a lot of Cover Girls, right? Yes. And actually, Amtrust Bank did some Zoom classes on financial literacy as well. That's wonderful. Yes. And That's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the pandemic, before mm-hmm. masks were readily available, Marilyn handmade 200 masks for our employees in South Florida. She she made masks for girlfriends for Did girlfriends, she? too. She's amazing. Yeah. She even put our logo on oh. it. <laughs> she made me a special one with the NYCB logo. Oh, that's so amazing. So, ladies, um, talk about the your employees and your staff. Um, how do you really create that atmosphere of giving? Well, actually, um, by us having the uh, campaign every year, the employees are looking forward to giving, to be able to give back to the community so that all of them, it gets them kind of like involved and they're so excited, you know, about either the baskets or the sneakers or the backpacks. But it has, we've been doing this for quite some time now and somewhere along the line, the customers were invited to help and they were excited, you know, to support us as well. And it's just easy because whenever, you know, we start organizing, you know, and planning for that campaign, everyone is just so excited about that. We would do fun contests where we would have the branches make the cutest Easter baskets for like a prize or something, and they would really get into it. That That's yeah. really cool. I've actually walked into Amtrust Bank where um, there's someone who greets you and, and says hello to you. And I've been there at the time when they did the sneaker drive, and I saw... I actually saw customers coming in and said, I brought you, well, you know, a couple of uh, sne- new sneakers. Mm-hmm. So yes. they they went actually went out and bought them and then brought them to the bank because they knew the bank was involved. Yeah.
involved in that. So to get every, that's getting the community involved for yes. sure. Yes. That is community partnership in all aspects. I just get so excited about it. Um, but, and does that come from top down or bottom up from your bank? How, how does that work? Well, it's definitely one of our, our missions, um, to have, uh, you know, the, the team involved and, and community involvement. We're always looking for volunteer opportunities to impact those that are in need. Um, besides just, uh, er, earning or donating a portion of our earned income back into the communities we serve, we also want to try to enhance the quality of life with the communities we serve by contributing the employees' time, their talent, um, and funding to different causes. Well, Carrie and Marilyn, thank you so much for sharing, and we'll have you back on air very, very soon. God bless you, and thank you for being a sponsor for our 100-year gala as well. Looking God bless you. Thank you, Marilyn. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. I'm so excited with how we have on the phone with us today, Brian Akamari. And Brian, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh my God, Brian, you know, I'm inspired by you. Uh, you have done something so beautiful. And, um, Vanessa, our volunteer coordinator met with you and she actually nominated you to be a guest in our program today. Uh, because of what you did and the relevance of having, you know, young adults caring so much for our community, for those in need. Um, tell us, about the project like the you know how did you get started with the project i know that there is a reason why you needed to choose this this project but tell me why so as you know my project was about creating hygienic kits for the homeless and this is really because of my experiences growing up uh, i was born in washington dc and i moved to miami three years ago and when i was in dc i played at a recreational center for basketball and I used to use transportation by myself, so I was surrounded by homelessness within children and adults. And there were many nights when uh, my family and I were leaving from the recreational center, and the staff were uh, converting the, the gym into a plate, like a homeless shelter that provided food and items for the homeless people. And ever since at a young age, I've had a passion about this and helping the community. And I knew that when I had the opportunity to lead an Eagle Scout project, um, I knew I saw the, the Miami Rescue Mission's statement and values, and they really connected with me and spoke to me. So, and with the amazing help of them, the community, my family, friends, fellow scouts, scout leaders, and representatives at the Miami Rescue Mission, my vision was supported, and we were able to collect and create over 215 hygiene kits. And I just hope that the community finds these kits valuable because they are made from a lot of love. Oh, not only, I mean, this, these kids, and by the way, I saw them when I came back, uh, to the office, um, uh, you know, and, and Vanessa is introducing me to you and, and she's letting me know about the project that you did. The kicks are perfect. Okay. And I want you to destri- describe what's in it, but I want you to know that they are already, as we speak, uh, we are giving them to the outside guests. These are individuals that come to our centers on a daily basis to have a meal, to take a shower, to get a change of clean clothes. And these are individuals that some of them are chronic homeless uh, men, women, um, individuals that maybe are not ready to join the program. So they, you know, they, they sleep on the sidewalk. They have no place to go. Um, and 
and having something, receiving anything, really. They're so grateful. I've done so many events in the last nine and a half years that I've been here. I've done so many events and everything I get back from this community, the homeless community, is is gratefulness. So I want you to know that they're being given away as we speak. So tell me about um, what was in the kit. I know, but I want our listeners to know and also get ideas because you are an inspiration at such a young age. You are already, you know, having this so much passion about helping others. I love it. So I want our listeners to be encouraged by your story. So tell me what's in it. All right. First, I want to say thank you very much for the kind words. It really means a lot to me and it means a lot to hear that they're already being distributed. And uh, so in these kits, they're hygiene kits. They contain a toothbrush, toothpaste, a neosporin packet, a wet a wet wipe for uh, for your face, um, hand sanitizing wipe, and um, those one more, and masks. You took the time to conduct this project and to collect these items and put them together. I mean, again, it says a lot about you. And I love the Eagle Projects. Tell me more about who did you get involved with helping you collect the items and how did you encourage them? So um, be, a lot of these items, I uh, actually went to family and friends because um, a lot of my family is still in D.C. and in Maryland. So I uh, asked a lot of family and friends for uh, help for donations for the actual materials. And I was gen- generous that I was able to fund all of it through de- donations. Amazing. And there was only like certain items that I realized I needed a more quantity of so I, that the kids would have would be more full that I purchased on my own. Listen, you have a bright future ahead of you. Thank you so much for what you're doing. You are an inspiration, so young. Uh, everyone should listen to this and getting, get excited to help the Miami Rescue Mission or any other organization in our community. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Great pleasure to speak with you today. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. A hundred years. The Miami Rescue Mission is 100 years old. They are serving the homeless and the hungry. They are serving food. They are giving showers. They are giving clothing. They are helping abused women and children that desperately need a shelter. The Miami Rescue Mission, now called The Caring Place, is caring for those who are hurting in our communities. Well, once again, this is part of the program where we get to hear a story, a testimony of life change. I've been told so many times it is the favorite part of the program. So I have with me today, I have Vladimir. He's sitting across from me. He's looking absolutely stupendous. He has a wonderful, uh, nice blue shirt on, nice striped tie. And I've said this so many times. Looks like um, I'm sitting across from a CEO of a company. And yet, Vladimir, you have a story to tell. Thank you so much for being with us today. My story is, um, I was, uh, I came here when I was 12 years old. They, they killed my mother, said story, you know. I mean, I didn't have a mom in my life. So my daddy bought me from Haiti, me and my brother. So we come to a life, uh, for a sad story or a funeral, right? So, um, what happened is, you know, I didn't know what was really going on. Somebody killed my mother on a sad story, which is um, she had a roommate. The lady was a, her roommate, right? So that I mean, something going on with her boyfriend. So my mom trying to, they had an argument. So my mom was trying to separate them, and then by accident, buddy pulled a gun and shot my mom by accident. So by go up from 1995, I've been to this country. Um, you know, you know, I have a, a tough life. 
And then I didn't have no, no stepmom. Then after that, when I talked to my dad, I, I tell my daddy what we're going to do next. So we were supposed to go back to Haiti. After going back to Haiti, um, you know, people said we could stay, stay. So next time from 96 to 97, you know, I've said that what we're going to do. So we're going back home. You know, there's a lot of twist, um, transaction. I didn't really know what's going on. So. My daddy said, well, he's going to try to fill up green card, but they always keep denying us and stuff like that. You know, because when you come to this country, you have to come on, where you, where has uh, you, uh, passport, uh, a citizen. So we had to go back. So by the grace of God, God was keep opening up door for us. You mm. know, we went to school, you know, but we don't have a social security, nothing like that. But um, what happened is by the grace of God, so my mom have backup like friends. And then when the dude that did the crime, right, he would try to escape to go back to Haiti. And then um, what happened is, right, my mom have a lot of friends, so he would try to escape to go to the poor Miami. That's what I heard on short story, all right, go to Haiti, right? So they caught him, right? So right now, and then when my daddy came, so I'm, I got a my dad cousin. We didn't know him like that. Then after my, my mom funeral, my daddy had to pay, you know, and then... um. So, um, what happened is, so my daddy left us from Florida to Georgia. He went to Georgia to live a better life. So, all the time, my daddy have filed, I mean, he had his paperwork. So, my daddy left us to, uh, to our, my mom friend. So, um, sad story, right? So, I didn't really have somebody to uh, encourage me. And then I started finding myself doing drugs, you know? And then my daddy, like, I, I never have a, a communication with my daddy. Nothing about life. He didn't mow me nothing. So when I was little, when I was in Haiti, my daddy used to, uh, no, my grandma used to take us to church. You know, then I have a dream when I was nine years old. I had a dream that I was going to be by myself to this world till the dream come to reality. You know, so I've been, I've been struggling a lot, you know. Then my, my first drug addiction was marijuana. Then after marijuana, I started drinking. Then after that, like after nine eleven, so it was too rough for me. So um I had saved a little money and then come back to Florida. And then when I came back from Florida, I didn't have nowhere to go. You know when friends when you think they know you got money, oh they're your best friend. They you know you could come, you could come. And then after that when my money finished and then so I found myself back on the street. From like um two thousand three I came back from Miami. And then after like my, um, when my money finished, so I, I went back to the street. I didn't have nowhere to go. Okay, Phil so Vladimir, we're going to stop you right there. We're going to take a break and then we're going to find out what brought you to the Miami Rescue Mission and what your life is now. Please don't turn that dial. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. This is Jared's time that I went without food for about a week. I had finally reached the bottom that I had always heard about and that I said I would never be me. And the day I first took, it was a half hot dog, uh, already half bitten up and wrapped in a napkin that I took it and uh, I ate it. Yeah, I remember my first meal here was uh, a big, big plate of nachos. It was delicious. Uh, Coming to the mission uh, is a new lease on life. I have hope, I have dignity. I'm really grateful for this, this new opportunity, a new life that I have, uh, both physically, spiritually, emotionally. 
Can you help to change a life by sponsoring meals for the hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. Hi, this is Earl Rump. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, we're back with Vladimir. Hope you didn't turn that dial because he is in the midst of telling his story. Um, he is from Haiti. He's been back and forth and as a child, um, really had the very sadness in his life of losing his mother at a young age and actually by murder. So this is a really, uh, difficult story, but you are in the midst now of telling us how you're on the streets um, of Miami. That's where you are in the story. Tell us how long that you have survived on the streets. I have survived, like, you know, stay in a bandit building almost like maybe like five, six years. And then when the people come in, the owner, they told me I can't stay. So I had to go go sleep at the park. And yeah. then. So what? Who was the person that actually told you to come to the mission? Oh, that it was a, a pastor from Opalaka. Okay, and how, how did you meet him? Oh, I used to go to his church like every Thursday. Um, his, his church look at on um, Alibaba, Opalaka. Mm-hmm. So that mean um, he always say, "Oh man, you know, there's a place called Miami West Commission." So I went there 2016. I was up there. Okay, so you've come to the mission a, a couple of times. Yes, ma'am. Uh, but this time. It's a little bit different because now you're really um, in the heart of the program. You're in the upper phase, the regeneration program. So what's made the difference this time? Uh, what's the really difference? So, um, I mean, let, let God do his will with me. Let him use me because I'm tired of be doing my own will. And then I don't know, maybe my, that, that's not, maybe that's might be my last chance, you know. So, you know, when I talk to him daily, he showed me things. He said, yo, I mean, stay in the light. Don't keep running to the darkness. Mm. So that means I, I got to surrender my life. You know, I, I want stuff for me because, you know, like my story is like almost like Job. Job didn't have nothing. You know, the devil take everything. Mm-hmm. You feel like you are my family. You know, I ain't got no friends, nobody. You know, sometimes, you know, I just keep praying, keep the faith. That's it. So and, here at the mission, while you've gone through the program, um, you said that you now feel like this is family. So you have met other men going through struggles. Is, is that kind of a common Rattery, um, having other brothers in in the Lord now. No, yes, but they got one sitting next to you. I talk to him daily. Okay, he, he good. You know, he always encouraged me. Be still, stick and stay. I take it day by day. I, I mean, I hang with people positive. You know, if if you can't do nothing for me, like give me a hope. I don't need to talk to you, no. Right. <laughs> okay. So there is an encouragement then. Okay. Uh, Vladimir, do you have an ultimate goal that you'd like to do? Uh, right now, I mean, I got, I got a new case worker, right? Mm-hmm. We send his, um. Yeah, you can say his first name. Um. Roberto. Roberto, right. So, you know, right now he's trying to working with my status, uh, immigration right now. You know, he told mm. me just don't give up. You know, so I could just start working on my paper. What my goal is, I want to finish, get my GD, so I could go back to school as a body body shop man. You know, that's that's what I used to do outside the street. Wow. Yeah, okay. but even I was wasting my money. You know, I didn't never save up. Now I start learning how to save my save money. money. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, before you finish the program, you're going to go through my financial class, so Vladimir. Thank so you. that'll be good to look, uh, look forward to. So Vladimir, so. Would you say that being here at the mission that you're also part of the ministry while you're here? Yes, ma'am. 
So what what do you do to help be part of the ministry? Oh, what I do, you know, whatever the, you know, they got a car wash on Saturday. I be going car wash, car wash. Then whatever the mission. Oh, look at right now, I work at the barn. You know, sometimes I work there, but now I got to working on me after when I finish offer. So I don't know what the vision what got got planned for me. I I got to do it for real. Be honest with myself. With him too. Well, you know something, Vladimir. I'm going to ask the listening audience: Would you uh, commit Vladimir to your prayer list, and also the many other men and women who come to our doors and come into the Miami Rescue Mission or the Broward Outreach Centers? Pray that they will continue to stick and stay and follow God's plan for their life, because ultimately, uh, that He does have a plan. Thank you, Vladimir, for telling and sharing your story. You're welcome. Well, that was a wonderful testimony, life story of life change from Vladimir. Each of these stories, when I interview our men and women uh, in our centers, um, I really do cry behind the scenes. You know, you think I do this so much, uh, talk to them, interview them. I never get used uh, to, uh, I, I, in other words, I'm not callous to their stories. Um, it, it still impacts me, Leah. I, and you, you do a lot of video work where you actually get to videotape them and you put it on social media. A transformed story is never the same. Just seeing the hurting and the transformations and all the strides into rebuilding is truly one of a kind. Yeah, and so it does impact our hearts. Don't think that we're callous to this because we live with it day in and day out. We are impacted. I don't have sympathy for people, but I have empathy for people, and I feel it very, very much. And especially when you've gone through your own uh, story of hurt and, uh, you know, maybe you've come back from something. I think it just impacts you more because you, you're you there. You're kind of feeling it with them as they're telling uh, their story. Well, we are also, we've talked a lot about the gala and you know and also the things that are going on with the hurricane and everything but we are as a ministry we're in the midst of pack the pantry which leah what does that mean pack the pantry is so much more than you can even imagine this is the moment that we get together as a community and we collect non-perishable food items to go ahead and prepare for serving serving over 250,000 meals this fall so this fall season we are prepping our kitchens we're prepping everything so we can go ahead and not only serve an incredible thanks giving banquet that's coming up but also give out to the community to the hurting families the families in need that are rebuilding that once had nothing that now have an apartment or roof over their head and they just need those extra few cans to make dinner for a night so yeah there's a lot of way of doing this i'm sorry if i interrupted you there you can just uh, collect non-perishable items like canned food uh, we love rice, you know, uh, non-fat, uh, dry milk. You know, I, f- I found out how expensive that was. Oh my gosh, it's like gold. <laughs> so, so, uh, those are the kind of things that we're looking for, the non-perishable items. And also, uh, because of the fall and because of Thanksgiving come up, coming up, we love that people do turkey drives, ham drives, and even High drives. And uh, so we have had churches in the past that have helped us a lot with that. Um, if you can help in any way of doing that sort of drive, uh, we do have big freezers here. 
uh, so we can put that in, and so we can save it, you know, for the proper time of usage. And so please, please do that kind of thing. Now, we have a, a special landing page you can go to where you can get more information of the things that we're looking for. We'll plus give you flyers. We even have those old-fashioned uh, brown paper bags that you can pass out to tell people, hey, help me with this food drive that I'm doing for the caring place that's helping the homeless and the hungry. So we'll give that to you because that's a good conversation piece starter to get people to remember to go home and do it. They don't have to put it in a bag, um, but it's it, it's something that they're holding tangible in their hand reminds them to do it. So go to caringplace.org slash pantry. That's caringplace.org slash pantry. And uh, you'll get all that information there. We want to tell you, thank you so much. Uh, if you're going through a really difficult time right now, maybe you're hearing this and uh, you're in one of those areas that have been devastated. Um, you know, Fort Myers Beach has been a place that I've gone to for over 40 years. I have a timeshare there. Well, I did have a timeshare there. Um, it's gone. It just hurts, you know, to see all this devastation. And we want you to know we do care. Uh, that's the reason we're called the caring place. And we are praying for you, praying for your families. And, uh, we are trying to send items down there to help as many people as we can. Well, thank you once again for listening to Mission Possible, the good news program next Sunday morning. Uh, my husband, of course, will be opening up the show. I just want you to know he is out doing things right now to help people. And that's the reason he's not on this program this morning. So pray for us. We're praying for you. God bless you. And tune back in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. for more Mission Possible. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. Don't get 